0: Harry and Meghan are at a dangerous moment when it comes to their reputation. Since their move to the US, the pair have been estranged from his family, cut off financially, filed 10 lawsuits in the space of three years, and things don't seem to be going great for them stateside either. Everything they've turned their hands to, from tell-all interviews to Netflix specials, has received a lot of attention, but also a lot of backlash. South Park, which famously spoofed the duo. You say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book. When? Are not alone in pointing out that maybe Harry and Meghan have overplayed their victim narrative. Everybody trying to be a victim! Like, what's this girl, Meghan Markle, acting all dumb like she don't know nothing. So far, Harry and Meghan have found exploiting their own royal drama very lucrative. Though Charles extended an olive branch by inviting the couple to the coronation, things didn't go smoothly, especially with William. The family's unusual moment comes amid reports of continued tension between Harry and his older brother and father. If people get tired of hearing the same story and they don't have any new royal content due to leaving their official duties for the family, they might even have to rethink how they're going to make their money from now on. So, what's next for Harry and Meghan? In the aftermath of the coronation, do they need to repair their relationship with the royals, go full Hollywood, or take an entrepreneur route? Here's our take. Harry and Meghan have made money in numerous ways since Charles cut them off in 2020. And their self-exploitation has paid off. They struck numerous deals worth incredible sums while also tugging at the heartstrings of the public, attempting to make people feel bad for them about both the emotional trauma they went through with the royal family and losing King Charles' financial support. But there's been a steady backlash to that, while Harry told Oprah Winfrey, My family literally cut me off financially, and I had to afford afford security for for us. I've got what my mum left me. And without that, we would not have been able to do this. Vanity Fair later reported that prior to the allowance being terminated, in the early months of 2020, Charles had given Harry part of a 4.5 million pound payout, around $5.62 million split between him and William. They clearly are extremely wealthy people living a luxurious lifestyle, so their attempts to seem relatable or hard done by have backfired. We'd need to find somewhere new and soon, and that would mean paying for our own security. Exactly then, while we were revising our budgets, word came down, Pa was cutting me off. Meanwhile, the English, American, and global publics are fairly split over the couple's bigger claims about mistreatment. While Meghan's long faced a lot of criticism in the British press and among the public, the US audience was a lot more sympathetic. Yet even here, there's a growing consensus that the couple needs to move on from complaining about being victimized. Sometimes it's just a middle of shit. Let's take a look at how the couple have made their money so far and how that's working out for them. The Oprah interview. The couple kicked off their life of independence by doing a tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey. While the accusations of racism were met with horror globally, What? the British press continued to peddle the anti-Meghan and Harry narrative, and many members of the British public had simply ceased to care. i sick of hearing about it. I think it's a shame that they did it. I think it is very personal. What they've talked about. Any family would be upset. But the general consensus was that there was an appetite for more Harry and Meghan news. So although they didn't make anything directly from the Oprah interview, money-spinning contracts started rolling in. You wanted freedom from, from that life. You wanted freedom to make your own money wanted freedom to make deals with Netflix and Spotify. The Netflix deal. First, Harry and Meghan signed a $100 million Netflix deal and have so far created a six-part documentary about their relationship. It was Netflix's biggest documentary debut ever. Still, the reviews weren't great. And, as crisis management expert Howard Bragman told the New York Times Royal Correspondent Sarah Lyle in relation to the couple, you have to realize that you can really only tell your story once. And because Harry and Meghan had already talked, many people felt that they already knew a lot of what was revealed in the documentary, the book deal. Harry reportedly signed a $20 million four-book deal with Penguin Random House for his life story. When his memoir, Spare, was released, it broke sales records, selling 1.43 million copies worldwide on the first day, the fastest-selling nonfiction book of all time. But again, while he's made a lot of money from the book, it doesn't come without a cost. His allegations are said to have greatly distressed his father. He angered military experts when he discussed killing fighters while serving in Afghanistan, even causing Iran's foreign ministry to call it a war crime. And even before the book was released, the press began speculating that the tides were turning against Harry and Meghan. The book was mocked on talk shows. He called me another name. You're a wiper! Then he came at me, (laughs) and we tussled. And PR experts said that though it was being talked about, it may not be for the right reasons. Lyle also asked a question that has continued to dog the couple since. Once they have exhausted the topic of themselves, what is left for them to talk about? The Spotify Podcasts. Next, the couple signed a deal with Spotify to create a series of podcasts. Much to the chagrin of music artists who claim the streaming platform doesn't pay them nearly enough, the couple were reportedly paid £18 million. Pounds. That's around $22.5 million dollars. In her podcast, Archetypes, Megan speaks to her famous friends from Serena Williams to Mariah Carey to Paris Hilton about the different ways women are stereotyped. And it's really about dissecting and unboxing these labels and these tropes that try to hold women back. It didn't get great reviews, but early listening numbers were positive. However, reputation management expert Mark Borowski told the Independent newspaper that in order to hold her audience's interest, Megan needs to build a strong creative team around her. She has to move on and reinvent herself. The podcast went on to win an award, then hit a roadblock when its successful producer left after the first season. So far, Harry and Meghan's whole narrative has been about leaving the royal family. So, unless they rejoin or build contact across the pond somehow, they won't have any new royal content to share and capitalize on. Harry's appearance at the coronation caused speculation that the pair were trying to build bridges with the family. There are going to be people who say, why don't they either be in or get out? Because if you get out, there's no hypocrisy. I, I can't ever get out. And maybe that's one way they'll attempt to claw back some cash. Given how much the couple has said about the royal family, it seems unlikely that Harry and Meghan will try to truly rejoin, or would be welcomed if they did. I don't think that we can ever have peace with my family unless the truth is out there. But they have been trying to walk back some of the more intense things they've said about the family. In the Oprah interview, you accuse members of your family of racism. You don't even... Well, of... The British press said that. And everything Harry has said has always been followed up with caveats. How he wishes he could have his father and brother back. How bad he feels for them being trapped in this institution of royalty. I want a family, not an institution. Meghan reportedly wrote to Charles to talk about the issue she had with the family, but only after their interview with Oprah, so that probably didn't help. According to the press, the couple has been making moves towards reconciliation with the family. And, of course, they never actually gave up their titles of Duke and Duchess. Why not renounce your titles as Duke and Duchess? And what difference would that make? In the time leading up to the king's coronation, rumors swirled around the pair's attendance and when news broke that Meghan would not be in attendance, officially because Archie's fourth birthday falls on the same day, this added fuel to the fire. Some even claim that members of the British public were rejoicing that Meghan wouldn't be there. And together with Prince Philip's funeral in 2022, there's now a pattern developing of Harry still showing some closeness to his family, while Meghan is clearly at more of a remove. The pattern continued to prove true at the King's coronation, where Meghan failed to attend and Harry's isolation was evident. He arrived alone, was seated several rows behind, senior family members, was not present on the balcony and left alone, having reportedly not spoken to or interacted with his brother at all. William and Charles have now reached the stage where they do not want to meet with Harry in private." Though Harry's quick arrival and departure may have come off as icy, he was actually trying to make it back in time for his son's birthday party. So the gesture of making a quick trip in honor of his father becomes even more thoughtful when considering he had to squeeze it in alongside his own responsibilities as a father. Nevertheless, while Harry took part in chanting God Save the King, it remains unclear if his relationship with his father can be truly saved. According to a close friend of King Charles, the King keeps photographs of Harry and Meghan on the mantelpiece at Clarence house, the home he shares with Camilla. So perhaps all is not lost. But what if it is? Here are their other options. Meghan could go back to acting. When rehashing their same old story stops working, will Meghan be forced to return to her previous career? Meghan said to Variety magazine, no, I'm done. I guess never say never, but my intention is to absolutely not. So it looks unlikely, but not impossible. She definitely will be returning to Hollywood, though, because she just got representation. There's been a long battle in Hollywood over who gets to represent Meghan Markle, and she just signed with Rihanna's talent agency, but not for acting. WME is one of the big three talent agencies in Hollywood, and I'm not surprised that there was a bidding war to get the literal crown jewel. After the success of Archetypes, she's reportedly planning to focus on production and partnerships, with the aim of stepping out of Harry's shadow and becoming the Queen of Hollywood. So it's possible that the pair could end up with some pretty lucrative TV film and licensing deals as a result. Rumor has it they're starting with rom-coms. She also might revive The Tig. When she revealed her relationship with Harry, Megan was forced to shut down her successful lifestyle blog, The Tig. This is so much bigger than a blog because it's a conversation, really, is Thank where you. all of this universe has come, right? Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. and really creating a community. Interactive editorial. But she's making noise about bringing it back with the aim to rival Gwyneth Paltrow's $200 million goop empire. Meghan has approval to restart the site, so perhaps Meghan will be adding wellness guru and writer to her roster of talents. And that leads us to wonder, what can Harry actually do? He's only ever had one job as a soldier, and he doesn't have career experience or education to fall back on. So will the former prince need to retrain? Or can he just keep dredging up the past and filing for lawsuits when he needs an injection of cash? Many experts, from PRs to royal correspondents, do not think it's possible for him to continue doing that. So what will he do? One transferable skill that he does have from his years in the royal family is that he's good with people. He's spoken to lots of people around the world, and that's a huge driver behind Meghan and Harry's non the Archwell Foundation. So it's possible that, if Meghan makes the money, Harry will spend it on doing good. Hopefully, the more the couple proves their commitment to the people who need it most, the better their public perception of them will be. That's the take! Click here to watch the video we think you'll love, or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.